You're listening to Season 2, Episode 45, where we talk about stories, fundraising, and life's greatest question. Welcome to the Minor Touches to Major Impact podcast, where nonprofit leaders get the strategies and the encouragement they need to see their mission fully funded. We refuse to leave the world as it is, no, we dream of it as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides. We're having a really good time while we're doing it. We believe that paying attention to the minor touches maximizes our impact for our mission. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage away from mediocrity. Just as fast as the wind will move us, we're racing toward excellence and seeing our mission fully funded. I'm your host, David Oakes. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here today. Welcome to the show. Today, I want to challenge you about stories, fundraising, and life's greatest question. <laughs> a few years ago, the Yankalovich partners conducted a national poll that asked, if you could get a direct and immediate answer from God concerning any issue, what would it be? Can you guess that question? If you were granted the opportunity to come face to face with God and could find out the answer to anything, what would it be? The Yankelevich partners conducted a national poll and they found out that there is one question that apparently more of us would ask than any other question. The question most adults would like to ask God is, what's my purpose here? From the beginning of our history, humankind has been grappling with the age-old questions why am I here? What is the reason for my existence? What is the meaning of my life? Or is there a reason for my presence here in the universe? These questions, it appears, are universal. These questions lurk deep within the secret chambers of every human being on earth, regardless of their race, color, ethnic heritage, socioeconomic status, or nationality. In a speech, Martin Luther King posited that life's most persistent and urgent question is, and Martin Luther King answered, what are you doing for others? So Martin Luther King takes this great question that we're all asking why am I here? And he says, you should be asking a better question that is so connected to that. What are you doing for others? Challenged by that speech, Tom Rath wrote a book titled Life's Greatest Question. He was frustrated by the multitudes who mistakenly thought that self-satisfaction should be their focus. Tom Rath answered the question differently, and he said, What are you doing for others matters supremely. 
I have a great friend, Harry T. Jones, right here in Thomasville, Georgia. He teaches business leaders that, and I'm going to quote from Harry, purpose involves having a passion for impact beyond yourself. And he goes on to say, amazing inspiration and energy are released when we serve a purpose beyond ourselves. And business Profit is significant, but then Harry T. goes on to say, but profit for the purpose of impacting others is fuel for a significant business and life. I'll put a link in the show notes to Harry's uh, blog post about that. Go there and read it. Uh, Sign up for Harry's stuff. It's amazing. Martin Luther King, Tom Rath, and Harry T. Jones, and philosophers throughout history, for that matter, posit that our most incredible feelings of nobility flow from what we do for others. Now, what does that have to do with fundraising? Here it is. As nonprofit leaders, we have the unique opportunity to serve people by allowing them to answer this question. What are you doing for others. You see, when we bring them the opportunity to give, we are allowing them to do for others and answer that question. I'm partnering with my friend, the nonprofit leader in their mission to see lives changed. Here's a gold nugget. Take this with you. Giving donors the opportunity to serve others with their gifts helps them answer life's greatest question and connects them to an energized life. Are you getting this? Isn't that exciting? As nonprofit leaders, we have the privilege of connecting donor to the answer to their most pressing question. Can you imagine donors giving to your mission, getting energized like crazy, and then turning around and thanking you for the opportunity to give? Oh, I'm coming out of my skin now. This is exciting. This is fundraising as it was meant to be. But there is a problem so often. Donors often feel more like abused ATMs than people who serve others with their gifts. Why does that happen? I'm going to give the answer. One significant reason that donors feel more like abused ATMs than people who are energized and changing lives with their gifts is that fundraisers don't understand their responsibility to connect donors with the stories about the impact that happened because that donor gave. Stories connect financial gifts to changed lives. If a donor merely gives money and never gets to hear the stories of life change that their gifts engender, they feel used. Are you getting that? Are you getting this? When donors give and then they don't get stories in return that talk about the changed lives that their gifts empowered, they feel used. Mm. Fundraising gold nugget. I've said this so many times through the years. It's a message I preach now. Stories 
are the currency that fundraisers collect to pay their donors. Selah, do pause and think about that. Stories are the currency that fundraisers collect to pay their donors. Telling stories of impact that connect the daily efforts of your mission to your donors' gifts, it's a significant part of your job as a fundraiser. Through stories, we connect the work we do to the benefit it brings to others. Pastors should tell stories of the benefit that are brought to the people through his ministry through the gifts that his donors give. Missionaries should tell stories about lives who have been changed because they have donors that gave money. So fundraisers collect these stories in order to give them back to their donors as pay for the dollars they gave. In the book, Change Your World, John Maxwell says that connecting our mission to the benefits it brings to others leads to better results, greater satisfaction, and well-being. Wow. Tom Rath, in the book, Life's Greatest Question, he gives some amazing examples of going into a restaurant. Some of you, all of us, let's say, have likely been into a restaurant where you could actually see into the kitchen where the cook was cooking. Now, research has been done and it's determined, and Tom Rath quotes it. You can go get it in the, uh, the book Life's Greatest Question. That when a cook can literally see the people they serve, if the cook in your restaurant can see through a glass or can see through, it doesn't even have to be a glass there, but can see the people he's cooking for, the customer is more satisfied. Oh gosh, the customer is more satisfied. He then says, if the cook can see the customer, and the customer can see the cook. They both get so much more satisfied, and the service is even so much faster. Wow. Here is our job. Can can you see the correlation? Like that restaurant where the cook in the kitchen is you and your donor is the person eating the meal. You use stories to show them the work that your nonprofit is accomplishing. Through well-crafted stories, we allow donors to actually see the impact of their gift. Mm. Gold Nugget again, fundraising Gold Nugget. Stories of lives impacted by our mission inspire donors to give more, and it increases their satisfaction and well-being. When we tell stories of lives impacted by our mission, it inspires donors because it helps them answer life's greatest question. Why are you here? And what are you doing for others? Wow. Want more money? 
tell better stories. The better you get at telling stories, the more money you're going to raise. All right, that's my thought for the day. Glad you've tuned in. I'm going to send you off again one more time with some positive affirmations. Always remember, we are proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world. We're not begging. We are not pleading. We are inviting humanity to partner with Providence to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted so we can leave the world we found in a much better place. It's all coming together. It's all breaking our way. Every day we're a little more clear in our message. Every day we learn a little more strategy. Every day we see another piece of the puzzle coming together. So until next time, this is David Oates saying, don't forget that minor touches lead to major impact. So long.